Hey, what's up? This is Nero from Side Piece Season, the number one get your shit together so you can have dope relationships podcast, period. And this, this is the Toxic Tangents podcast with your host, Julius, because every great conversation has its tangents. So let's take a listen and see where this one goes. Julius, though, like, it's not even really that toxic, bro, at all. Welcome back to the Toxic Tangents Podcast. This is Sean Smith from Dripping in Black Productions. How you doing, sir? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. How you doing? I'm doing great. So everybody listening or watching, uh, this is one of the first people that I kind of met in the podcasting space. Um, you know, he really kind of helped me out. He did a, he did a promo uh, for my show, you know, I recorded it, sent it over to him and stuff. So I, I appreciate what you're doing for the, you know, the podcast community. Um, yeah, that was that was that was clutch. I, I love when people reach out. You, like people like you really inspire me to like do the same. You know, the more I I get into this and, and grow my show and things like that. You know. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a novice myself. So you know, anything I can pass on, I'm good with. I'm good with. But yeah, we 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 did the um. The um, promo and just got you started. So you ready? You re- you was ready anyway. You know, I would I would just go, hey, I'm just saying, hey, if I can help you, I, matter of fact, let me put you on on my spot when we did the C4 challenge. Let me put you on one of my spots so people can be ready to hear you when you're ready to come out. So, trust me, I'm uh, I was not ready at the time. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot that I, I didn't know about podcasts, and there's a lot that I still don't know, but. You know, it's just step by step, day by day. Oh yeah, the journey, the journey of a million miles, starting with one step, baby. So you got to take that. You took that step by doing that that trailer, then went went um one step further. You got the the nice, sexy sounding mic now, so you doing your thing. Man. I ain't worried about you, man. I ain't worried about a new you. mic. Come, for in, this. Come, in, come, in, come to chat house, up. chat chat, whatever that thing. Called. What is it? What? Oh, clubhouse. Uh, Clubhouse, thank you, Chathouse. Clubhouse. See, I sound like an old man now. Clubhouse sometimes, you know, come back and, you know, say hi, hi to your people. No, definitely. And you we know what? There. In the beginning, I was I was on a Clubhouse and stuff a whole lot. But then, you know, after you actually start putting out episodes. <laughs> you got to do work. You got to like, do work. <laughs> yeah, you, you got less time to do other stuff. And, like, this, this podcast and stuff is not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Uh, I mean, I still like it. I'm not gonna stop, but it is. Yeah, it's, it's definitely more work. Like at first, I thought it was just cut on the mic, cut on the camera, and talk some noise. But uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta. Yeah, there's you, a lot, try- lot of back end. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Are right, you doing video? You doing? You know, you want to get the sound right? Yeah, you, you, you are, man. But you just want to be some of them, them scrubs out there just doing that thing and wonder why. <laughs> It sound jack or people ain't do ain't 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 feeling it. You know that's what they doing. Put that work in. You all right? Like I said, you you had the spirit. You had the stuff. You know it was just it was just okay. Let's let me give you something that you could put something out. Now you ready to do your own stuff. So yeah, you doing your thing, man. I ain't even worried about you. Yeah, so uh, how how long you been podcasting? Uh, we just we starting our third year. We just finished two years with Dripping in Black. We did another um, podcast this season, uh, Raw Conversation. That's really my that's my fun. That's the fun. The yeah, Dripping I heard in Black that one guy. a little bit. Yeah, I yeah, mean. yeah. So that you know that that one could be that that could get toxic. That one could get toxic. <laughs> Dripping in Black is, is promoting black excellence, but yeah, that one could get toxic. But it's fun though. It's fun to do. So what what type of toxic stuff y'all get into on on raw conversations? Raw, it's not necessarily toxic, but we might have some toxic um, hosts. Um, it's four people that we know. Uh, we get them together, and they having a grown folks conversation. That's where it came from. Is that we wanted to have a grown folk conversation. We didn't want none of that, none of that that clickbait stuff or nothing mm-hmm. like that. We want to have a grown folks conversation. And you know, um, Key Key can get raw with it. So Key definitely Key was one of the people we had. So Key can get raw with it. But um, Jay and Kente and Leah, they could get with them. They could get with it too. But so it it, it is cool. So we, we talked anything from the slap to, and that was probably the, the a very um, that one was. We had a quick turnaround on that because we wasn't even in production. We were just taping for other, you know, to get ready to release. 
But when that came out, we had to do one emergency one. So that mm-hmm. one was that was the the quickest turnaround, and that was that was fun. You know, we talk about relationship to family. Anything that you sit with your homies with, um, and you sitting around and having a conversation, parenting, we 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 talk about on, on raw. Hmm. Those are honestly the funnest episodes too. Like, obviously, my show is Toxic Tangents, so uh, <laughs> that that's kind of the premise of this. Is like, oh, we just we just try to have fun. Like, I try not oh, to. Yeah. Get into that whole red pill, you know what I'm saying? What it's called red pill, <laughs> red areas. pill, blue pill. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. No, do, do your thing, whatever your thing is, yeah. do your thing. But real, you real know, quick, everybody listen to this or watching it. Make sure you subscribe and or follow wherever you are. You know, depending on what app you are, and rate it five stars. All right, back to the show. Uh, but on on that, so how how you feel about that whole red pill space? Um, you gotta give me some more. Give me some more stuff about the red pill space. Um, shoot, I don't even know exactly how to describe it, but it's like it shows like uh, you know about Fresh and Fit with those two dudes in Miami and okay, things like that, or Kevin Samuels, or there's a bunch of other ones, but uh, it's basically guys seeming like they airing out their grievances about women and telling men like be alpha male and level up and da 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 da. Like I said, oh, with those, like Kevin Samuel is a great example. They they can be dangerous. And the reason why they can be dangerous, man, because there's some truth into what they're saying. There is some truth into it. That's 100%. the dangerous part. However, if you saying it so toxically <laughs> that you're not gonna you ain't gonna get to you a lot of people gonna gonna automatically go to the defense right. to um and then I go get the message. Like I said. He he's a great he's a great example of that because um like I said, a lot of the stuff that he said is based in truth. And I and I and I can agree with it. But again, he gave it to him so bad, especially to the women. He gave it to him so bad. He gave it to him so bad, rest yeah. in peace. That um, you know, you, you you know, you know, it's a divide. And you know, um there's a secret battle. I always say there's a secret battle between single black men and single black women because Oof. you know it's a single, it's a battle. It's a it's a secret battle, you know, because you're pointing fingers, I'm pointing fingers, all those type things, man. So it it, it it's wild, man. So damn, that's crazy. You said there's a secret battle. It's a secret <laughs> battle, and they won't admit to it, but we won't admit to it. But it is, man, because. I, I dating shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't mm. be as hard as it is. And it is, you know, being a single uh, older guy, you know, you, we have less patience anyway. So it, 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 it's wild, man. It's wild. So why, why would you say it's like that though? Because people don't want to be accountable. People, people, people want to, it's easier to find excuse than others than it is to be accountable for for your stuff. And, you know, that's kind of where we're going now. And um, mm-hmm. how, you know, you talk about red pill, stuff like that, you know, that, that's, a lot of that stuff do get clicks and stuff like that. Like, I never understood. If you didn't like Kevin Samuels, for example, again, we're using him as an example. Don't listen. Don't, <laughs> right. don't listen. Right. But there was like it was almost like you there were women going on there just to fight him and say, I'm gonna be the one that break him. And it's his it's his platform. Mm-hmm. And that ain't gonna happen. That is not exactly. gonna happen on your platform. If I go on your platform and act a fool, you could cut me and this show is over with right there. <laughs> you know, so he, he's not gonna do that. He's just gonna sit back and and, and, and just give it to you. So, yeah, but that is, yeah, a lot of accountability. Another one is, man, we were just talking about this with my friend, is that um, people ain't telling the truth about themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you lie to yourself, you can lie to anybody. So so people in the, def- definitely in the dating pool, it's not, it's not honest with themselves. So, you Facts. know, so. Um, and that's where everything, everything starts to unravel from, can't can't unravel for that. There's some positive stuff out there, and uh, God bless the ones that, that that's enjoying it and stuff like that. But um, 
uh, this ain't where I want to be at this at this stage in my life. But it <laughs> is what it is. So. Hey. I feel you. Now, I, it, Kevin Kevin Samuels did used to give him to him raw. You know, he he wasn't scared, and partially, I you can call me toxic for this, but I think some some people needed that. You know, because it's like sometimes you you say things nicely, it doesn't land. It's it's this weird space where if you say it too aggressively, just like you said, they'll they'll be deterred. But if you say it too nicely. They not they won't truly listen to it. So, I yeah. I think there's it, you got to find some type of happy medium. Uh, you 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 know who Melanie King is? No, I do not. So I she not she kind of has a similar show on YouTube. Um, you know what Kevin was doing? Like people call up in there yeah. and then they get dating advice or whatever, whatever. But she does it in such a a nicer way, you know. Oh, that- and sometimes I just wonder, what if, what if that man, you know, took that approach, you know? Because um, sometimes, you know, he going on his rants. I'm like, damn, bro, you sound bitter, like a bitter old yeah. man. Yeah, you uh, know, then you know, he was giving, he was giving credence to the, you know, the rumors and stuff. I said, man, you, 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 you know, there's been times you said, man, you sound like you hate women, man. You know, are you the one <laughs> to be giving, to be giving advice, man? If you ain't even feeling them like that, yeah. but um. Uh, you know, it, it 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 can go that route too, man. Right. And that ain't a good route either. And you know what? The way I understand it is it seemed like he was trying to tell people like, don't be like me. Like, especially now that he's gone, you know, then he go through like two divorces and stuff like that. He was yeah. uh late fifties and stuff. That that's how I, I look at it, what he was doing. He was he was looking at younger people kind of and giving them advice like don't do what i did don't be like me you know because i i think partially in his head he probably like i'm too far gone you know like <laughs> he, a, he even said it. that's a different perspective yeah. that's definitely a different perspective he even said it on a couple streams he said like yo I, I know i need work and shit like not everyone but there was some streams where he, he really gave you that that human side of him uh but i i really yeah. think that you know, it was one of those things like, hey, I can't be saved. It's too late. <laughs> but you, <laughs> you 20 something year olds, it, it's not too late. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, a great, that's a great way to look at it, man. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah, that's, I don't, it's it's crazy though. Um, I personally, I hope my show doesn't go that route. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, we go, we go give toxic dating advice. I'm going to tell you everything, like, what not to do like i'm gonna tell you to do the stuff that you shouldn't do so anybody listening to this this is not a dating advice podcast <laughs> right even though i have given advice and some people have told me hey that actually kind of works but uh I, I just put my disclaimer on it that's kind of why i named the show toxic tangent so it's like all right everything i say I just know that it's toxic so leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> Put the title, put put the disclaimer in the title. It's gonna be toxic, so don't be coming in here, uh, uh Bible thumping or all that other stuff. Uh, you know that it's toxic when you come in here. So I exactly. got you. <laughs> uh, but speaking of that, you you said that most people are not truly honest in what they really want in a mate. Yes, sir. Meaning, well, meaning what? Like, give me, give me an example of that. Like, well, well, let me give you one. Let me give you one, a toxic one first. Um, women say that they want a good man. You can actually go the same route, say men want a good one. Um, you can go into it for the women's side. Take that. We'll take that statement. We go both ways. At least I'll be diplomatic about it. Um, you get a good man, but you know, he don't make enough money or he doesn't, he doesn't have a job that is, that is parallel to yours. You know, he may be making this much. It could be a plumber versus a, a VP and things like that. So you, you have that, you, you have that good man, but there's something else there that supersedes that good man. You know, same thing with the, um, same thing with the brothers. You know, brothers say they want a good woman, but you chasing the one with the shortest dress and the longest eyelashes. And you talk about our eyelashes, but you want a boner. And and that and your action, don't it ain't about what you say. 
It's about how you act and how you, how, wherever you're going to pursue, that's where your action is going to be. So you just look at the, just look at the action of them. Damn the words, because people can lie. Again, like we just said, if, if I lie to myself, I lie to anybody. So if that's the case, you know, it's um, it's, it's everything fair game, pretty much. So that's a part of the thing. Because there's some things that can super, if there's something that can supersede, there's a difference between having a preference and a requirement. And if if you on that if you on that that tangent, you know I'm a math professor, so tangent do mean something to me. If you on that tangent, you know, it, it, you know those things are superseding because your actions are going toward that what you say quote unquote um, um, preference, but it's really a requirement. Mm, dang. Well. In your opinion, is it so bad to have either? Like, I don't think it's so bad to have a requirement. Oh, if if you have a requirement, if you have a requirement that supersedes that, that's fine. Admit to it. If that's what it is, admit to it. You know, and that and that's fine. Um, but just know there's a consequence to that. You know. Again, we we've been right. using Kevin Samuel stuff like that. If you're talking about you want a man with a six figure income, that was a, a great one that came up with his. He went through the statistics and stuff and tell you how many black men have six figure incomes in this thing. And then his question was, Are you a are do you really think you a part of that five percent, two percent, or whatever that thing was hmm. in that area, stuff like that? You know. But if that's what you want, that's fine. But but don't don't hide that under. I can't find a good man. You want the six figure, and you hope that he's a good man because that that that's superseding what you're actually saying. So that's what I mean. That's what I mean by um, um, you know your your requirement, and and and, it, and this either one is fine as long as you admit to it. And you okay with the consequence of that choice. Right. Don't go back and complain about it because there's good, there's there's good men and there's good women out there. Don't don't I don't deny that. But you know, you gotta you 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 gotta be true to yourself and which one is more important. And if you want to look at it, just break it down that way. Which one is more important to you? Damn. That's that's a really good take. I mean I definitely agree with that. You gotta, you gotta be okay if you if you sh- shrink your dating pool. You definitely gotta be okay with uh, just that scarcity. You know, same same thing with these men talking about. I don't know. They want to eight or better. Like, all right, right. <laughs> just right. know that there's there's a whole lot more fives than there are eights. Right, and 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 if that's what you're gonna do, and that's your if that's your 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 top requirement. Because then after then it becomes a requirement if if you're rejecting the fives and stuff like that. And it's a different like I have a preference. I have a preference. However, and I always say this, I put this is my example. Um, think about Michelle Obama. That's one of my favorites, Michelle Obama. Okay? Think about all the characteristics of Michelle Obama. This we even think about the physical of the Michelle Obama. If a high yellow Michelle Obama came to me. I'm going with it. I'm not, I'm not going to be stuck on on her being chocolate. If yeah. that, if, but all the other characteristics are there. I'm rolling with that. You know, that's a it's a preference, but it is not a. Re, I'm not making that a requirement. Some people make their requirement their right. their preference their requirement, and then and, and um, mm. you got you really need to define those because your requirements is going to be more important than the the. I think the requirement is a higher level than your than your preference. There's right. a lot of preferences, you know, but you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be colored. This is just Sean speaking. I'm not gonna be color struck. That ain't gonna be it. Um, um, is a requirement? I wouldn't even say requirement is a black woman, but that's that's my preference. Now, somebody mm-hmm. outside the black thing, they had to be very, very 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 high on those other stuff but right um um 
and I will entertain it. But I even then, I I I kind of doubt it because you know I like my sister, so you know. And they think might about be, it. That might be, that might be a requirement. Right, <laughs> but, <laughs> right, right. right. I, I, see I, how I, you I, on the I, fence. I, I, I might dip and dab. I might, I might experiment. But it, when it, when it comes to, you know, if it comes to the end, like a marriage or stuff like that, then I have to consider those things. But right. um, I love yeah, how you, you brought that up too. The, you know, because a lot of people, just what you said, when it comes to women, like women think exactly like that too. That are outside our race. And I just want to tell a lot of these black men that's, you know, constantly dating outside their race, like, yo, you know, that's how they look at you, right? Like, you need to be the top, you know, you know, right. real, real high up there, uh, you know, pick of the litter for the most part when it come to, um, when it come to black men, you know, but they'll choose an average, like, let's say if you're talking about a white chick, she'll choose a way more average Connor over you know <laughs> you know what i'm oh, yeah. saying oh, yeah you're gonna be top of the litter you know but, yeah if, but to go with ladarius he gotta be you know six five athlete all that shit making six you, you get what i'm saying I'm like right. well, that like sometimes right. people need to think about that like it's a little bit racist with people date oh like, yeah oh yeah like, think, think about that you know <laughs> why you chasing these other types of women which is, ain't nothing wrong with it but i just i just if that's want your, more if that's black your men thing. to think about that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, you know, black women they'll they'll take you as you are a lot, a lot quicker. As much as those same type of men like to bash black women, I'm like they the ones that's gonna take you as you are over any other type of woman because they know you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they accept they, you. They 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 they, they right, fuck with right. you. <laughs> but yeah, and to a certain degree, because you know that that even too has its has its poison in the pool as well. <laughs> but yes, for the really? most part, you're going to get, like you going to, you can get a fair, you can get a fair shake. You can get a fair shake. You know, mm. well, you know, there, there's, um, um, well, it goes back to what we say, you know, there are sisters that won't holler at the brothers before, for, for a plethora thing. And now you, you mm. may see, and it may be, again, they may be turning up the volume. This is one other thing I say. Don't be concerned with the volume because sometimes media can turn up the volume on stuff that ain't really ain't really happening, but it's so loud you think it is. You know, mm -hmm. like there there are more there are more sisters dating outside the race now. There is that, but is it that much more? Uh, you know, if you listen to the volume of it, you may think so, but it but it but it may not be. And I don't know because I ain't looked at the numbers and stuff like that recently mm -hmm. anyway. But, um, you know, I'm a statistician, so I have to look at that. Right. <laughs> wow. So you you like the perfect person to talk about dating because that's really a lot of this shit is No, I'm not. Statistics. I Like when you think about dating, right, even down to like, okay, let's say you out and you just shooting your shot. Like it's all statistics. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to talk to enough of them and eventually yeah. one of them going to say people, yes. Some, like, well, you know, all theories works in theories. So some yeah. people play the, some people play the number game, you know, just shout out to a hundred of them. You got a hundred. That's a lot of work though. 10, 10, <laughs> to, 10 at work. You, you hit 10%, you know, that, and then yeah. you can sort it down from there or whatever, depending on what you're trying to do. So, you know, so it, it, it is that it, it can be that, you know, and that, you know, that was one of the things, again, we're going back to Kevin Samuel, he talked about the statistics and stuff and he would break that down and people, right. it is what it is. And again, um, there's no hundred percent in statistics. There isn't. There's a likelihood of something. I can never say a hundred percent. Just just the basic theory of statistics. I can't I should not ever say a hundred percent. Even if it is a hundred percent, you should never say it's a hundred percent. It's just your sample pool at that time. Um but you know, you you can be that one in a million. Somebody's gonna hit that um what's the what's the big the mega million thing. Somebody's gonna hit that billion dollars. It might be a bunch of people hit that million billion dollars. But you know, it's that's that's a that's a small, very small percentage. And sometimes we play that game that has very small percentage. Right. But, but if you're cool with that and that's mm -hmm. what you go live and die <laughs> by, that's fine. Just know 
that is one in a million, one in a trillion, or whatever the case may be. Right, right. And some of these people with preferences, they okay with lowering, with making those uh, statistics, those odds go against them. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it is what it is, you know. If that's what you want, that's oh, what yeah. you want. You know, but yes, sir. Yes, I really, sir. I really miss statistics. Like, like think about it. Um, you know, there's this whole thing buzzing around. Like, there's a small percentage of the men that are basically smashing all the girls. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, statistically, you could think about it like that. And I guess so, because they say, and I still believe that most women have, like, the average woman is gonna have a lower body count than the average man but if you break it down statistically like all right now i'm gonna get crazy and i hope i don't (laughs) stay with me now all right so think about it like this let's let's take let's say if there's like 10 men and then there's 10 women okay out of those 10 men there's gonna be like let's say two of them that smashed all 10 of the women there's gonna maybe be like I don't know, three of them that smash like five of them. So, okay, no, they're not the super player, pretty boys, but, you know, they they eating. And then there's maybe like, so what, that's up to five. And then there's probably like one of them that's, that married one of the women. So both of them are off the market. Okay, cool. But then the other four of them dudes, they, that, that's what they say now, basically is like they incels. Like they, they not getting nothing. No play. So, you know what I'm saying? But even right. then, think about it. Statistically, every one of them women is not a virgin. <laughs> they might have a lower body count, and definitely they all smashed mm-hmm. at least two of them dudes. <laughs> you okay? Because them, them dudes get all the bitches. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you, you get what I'm saying? I, I think uh, that's uh, a uh, that's just a micro example of how I I picture the, this whole dating thing right now. You know what I'm saying? You you You... You 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 have something there. You have a you have a working theory there. Yes, <laughs> you have a working theory there, and it and it and it and it's it's probably close to to what quote unquote a normal situation in the black community in um, America may may find itself under, especially if you're talking about smaller pockets, because you know our pocket gets smaller. When you talk about cities and stuff like that, you know, right. you, everybody say that, it, it, you know, um, you know, these cities, you, you're not getting, you're not, you're not, you're kind of encapsulated because you start doing, you, you, you routinely do the same thing. So you're probably going to routinely see the same folks. So, you know, your, your, your sample, your sample pool is tainted because you're not seeing the, the entire spectrum. You know, mm. everybody ain't going to the clubs, you know, um, right, club right. is a different thing. If I'm going to look for a woman from a club, I'm probably going in there with a different perspective. I'm not, I might not be looking for a wife that night. You know, you, you may be Max. looking for, you may be looking to smash. And oh. if that's the only place, if that's the only place that you are, are meeting people and you're mad because all they want to do is smash. You gotta change your location because right. that's the mindset. If I'm going there and holler, you know, yeah. you gotta hit up Trader um, Joe's or something, right? To, and, you, you know, know go to church. You right. My my two favorite. My two favorite. If you want a great mate, then, then I've been I've been I've been testing this for a long time. So this is is almost tried and true. Almost the two best places to meet a good mate. Is through your friend mm. and at work. At work, though, I at work to... you gotta be you gotta be careful because at work is the only place you can see them operate in different situations without being punished for seeing them work in different situations. You can see how oh. when they get mad, when they get sad. The thing with with that is you gotta be careful at work because you don't want to you don't want to taint your work. Exactly. You know, you know, you know the 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 thing. You don't crap where you work. You know, where you eat or whatever that phrase is. So you so work you got to be careful with. But your friends, they got a vetted system. Unless your friends is trash, but usually <laughs> if you call to somebody your your friend, they had a vetted system. So there's automatically a a a bigger trust system from the beginning. Right. So 
those are my two favorite. And if, if, if go through your friends, this is this is your this is your homework assignment. Go through your friends that have a good relationship and ask them where they met. Hmm. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that too. Some of them have dating apps, but uh, okay. Well, that, that's a that's a that's a that's a newer phenomenon. That's a newer phenomenon, and and that might be another one I have to work on. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but it would be be on those. It would be on those two. It, those are the two main ones, and especially I don't know if you're old enough to have you know a bunch of married people. If you ask them, work and to a friend yeah. or um college i know i know some people they, they yeah they met their wives or husbands you know on campus somewhere college college is a college is a college is a great place that we don't take advantage of it and, is and that's what that's a statistic you know sisters sisters don't like me for this one that's a statistic that um that plays a uh I would say a negative role. Since sisters are the most educated group in America now, probably the world now, but in America now, definitely. They're the biggest group. And it's a mindset. When white women go to college, their main objective is to network. Hmm. That main objective is to network. So when they're ready to marry and stuff like that, they have a pool. Ah, okay. Sisters tend to be, let me get my degree. And they get their degree. Um, but there's kind of nothing wrong with that. Like, that's where you, no, that's where it's you not pay money to get that. educated. Right. But the thing is, that's the only place you're going to have a bunch of other brothers um, that is that is that is pursuing the same thing. And if I had a daughter, you look at the guy that that is enhancing you in your education to get where you're trying to get to. That's the one you got to at least keep an eye on. Now, I ain't saying that you got to marry him there. No, I'm not saying that. But that's the one you got to keep a guy on. The one that's keeping that's, that's keeping you partied up and liquored up and stuff like that. Yeah. He ain't after your best interest, right? He ain't after their best interest, so. Yeah, so it, it's college is 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 that was probably one of my 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 and I was a person that will probably would have married right after college and that was probably one of my biggest disappointments that I did not meet someone like that in college because I I was I was I was just talking to my friends today I was probably very conservative back in those days when I was in college I wasn't one of the wild boys and stuff like that. I handled my business. I, I socialized. I did my thing, but um, I wasn't one of the wild ones. Um, so, you know, I that pool kind of disappointed me just a just a little mm. bit. But I met some great friends and stuff like that. But as far as dating stuff, it was a little bit disappointing because right. you know you have all types, and everybody has some type. It's not that's not germane to just um, black women. So I'm not saying right, that. Right, right. I know I love y'all sisters. I love y'all sisters. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that, but you know, we we have a we have a smaller margin of error than other people do. This episode of the Toxic Tangents Podcast is brought to you by none other than you, the beautiful and ugly listeners. Uh, go ahead and do me a beautiful favor and leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you're on there. If you're not, um, I guess keep just keep listening. All right. But please do that. Uh, reviews really help the show. I love you. All right. Back to the show. Toxic Tangents Ooh, that's Podcast. A, that's a good point. Smaller margin of error. Oof. My boy gave Jeez. me a long time ago about something else, but I use it. We have a smaller margin of error. You know, anything that happens bad in the, in America it hit us harder. We have right. a smaller margin of error because yeah, even of, down of how, how the, how the, how the system is set up. No. Hmm. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I definitely know plenty of people who, yeah, they, they weren't concerned about finding a wife or nothing. They was just concerned about seeing how many they could get. Right. You know, in college. Cause they, they took advantage of college, but not in that way, in the opposite right. way. So, 
Right. And that's what yeah, I kind of remember. That's a, like, that, that's, right. You that's, know? you know, people sold their wild oats, whatever, all the little <laughs> phrases that they go out with, that those are fine. But again, there's a consequence to that. <laughs> there's a consequence to that. Now, now, if it if it's worth it, you know, then it's worth it. I, I can't say nothing, you know, it, but um, numbers can be in my favor for my argument if I need it to be. But, you know, don't give me the one out of a million. You know, like everybody want to give that that unicorn statistic. Right. Yeah, but that's not the average, <laughs> you know. Right, right, right. That's not the thing. So, so speaking of college, you're a math professor. Yes, sir. Oh, that's lit. Where where do you teach at? I am at a community college in Michigan, Lansing Community College in Michigan. All right. Shout out to Michigan. Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's lit, a, though. And I am a proud Spartan. I am a Michigan State Spartan. Go green, go white. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Real quick, if you're listening to this, make sure you are subscribed and or following the Toxic Tangents podcast. Real quick, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. All right. Um, but another another one of your toxic takes was you let a Karen have it for complaining about an opportunity that she didn't really need in a class. Oh, uh, don't you go get me preaching, man. <laughs> one of the things that that um, white folks have a problem with. They have a problem with equity. And equity is, equity and equality is two different things. Equity is getting you, we're here, and I'm trying to get it to the point that this, whatever this group is, you want to get them there. You want to, you want to make it equitable. Equality is everybody get the same thing and it goes up like this, you know? So you, you're not, you're not, you're not, bridging the achievement gap, even if everything goes right. So, um, yeah, I had to let a Karen go, but I had a real quick, I had an equity program for students that were failing my class. They could come in and get extra help and I would keep track of their time. If they come a certain amount of time, they could retake quizzes, tests, depending on how much time it was. I I had a tiered system. You came in, five hours, I forgot what it was, you can retake a test and stuff like that. And it's for the ones that's failing because the ones that are struggling in class, they will come to the, that stuff if they know that they're going to be served. Now, if the if the ones that's doing well is there, they tend not to ask questions because the ones that's doing well, they will, they will um, give way to the ones that's doing well. So I had a student that that came to a study. Now everybody can come to the study session. I got to help everybody. So that that's not a thing, but some people was in that program because they were failing at that time. And one of my higher, high achieving students found out that they could get to take a test. So she came and made an appointment and she wasn't really saying what she was there for. And she, I had to let her, if you, this is another thing. Let people talk. And they'll tell on themselves. If you let them talk long enough, they'll tell on themselves. So I let her talk and I let her talk. And then she came out and said, I didn't think it was fair because you allow students to retake tests um, and you wouldn't allow me to retake tests. So remember, we had all this other talk, but then she came out with that. And after that, I let her have it. I said, I went through the equity thing. These people need, you know, if you are healthy, you don't need a doctor. They need the doctor. (laughs) So let me help them. And I'm giving them an incentive to do it. And I went through this and I'm mad. I can't look at her because, you know, black men, we, we, we intimidated. So I wouldn't look at her. I was just looking somewhere else and and going off. I'm I'm raising my voice. So I'm going off. And then I ended it on, and you got a 96 in my class anyway. Why do you need to take a test though? And I left it at that. And she walked out the door and said, um, it's nice that you were trying to help the other people out. But she was mad because she didn't get the, op- she didn't get the opportunity to t- retake the test. 
she didn't need to retake the test. I said, if you was in a situation, you'd have had the same opportunity. You could come and get the help. You already had it. I didn't have to worry about you. I got to worry about them. So yeah, I let I let her have it. Damn. Then 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 my then my boss then my boss um was worried about um what did she say? How could I make it? How can I make it equal? I said that's the problem. We we yield to these Karens just doing this complaining, and they don't need they don't need the they don't need the um the extra help. They don't need the extra help. They wanted to secure their grade, but your grade was already secure. You had a 96 in the class. Why why am right. I taking over a test if I got a 96 in class? Yeah, that's crazy. And I'm talking, I'm talking toward the end of the semester. This is not like it's it's at the beginning and you were trying to trying to solidify. You didn't know where you're gonna finish. We kind of at the end of the semester. When I when I done this stuff, so I got I need to know who's really struggling, who just had a bad day, and all this other stuff. So yeah, I I, I let her have it on that. And just then to take I said, I, just fucked up, right?" And I said, "And that's what they do, man. They 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 will suck the they will suck the life out of that man, and and don't care about you know the students that really need me because um um they needed an incentive because if they thought that they was gonna fail and it wasn't nothing they can do." They quitting. I'm and I'm and you know I'm a I'm a I'm a brother. I'm not gonna have that happen to any of my students. Hmm. You you have all I can do as a professor is give you an opportunity. That's it. I can't do nothing else. And I'm the I tell them I'm the greatest educator of all time. But if you don't got it in your mind to do it, I can't do nothing. Right. I can't do nothing. No matter how great I am, and I am great. I let them know. I am great, but there's nothing I can do if you got your mindset to not do it. <laughs> hey, that's that's I like that. I like that. That's a that's a real good thing to live by. You know, just get your you know what I'm saying? And just get your oh, mind yeah. right. Get your mind right. I I can help I can give you support. I'm not even gonna help you. I'm gonna support you. There's a difference between support and help. I you know, I, I my mentor always talk about that. And I make sure I say support. It mm-hmm. takes a commitment to support. If I'm going to support you, I can help you by by giving you a, a, a trailer. I can support you by having you do it, getting it together for you, doing some some odds and ends, what you need and stuff like that. So now you can do you can do it all your own. That's support. Mm-hmm. That takes commitment. That takes commitment of it and. And you got me for 16 weeks. If you if you a student of mine, you have me for at least 16 weeks. And if you won't even further, you know, you can come in the office. You know, I'm gonna talk to you. You know, they gotta come online because I ain't been in the in the office in two years because <laughs> of the pandemic. Hey. Yeah, that, that pandemic was it messed up a oh, lot yeah. of stuff, huh? Do you oh, prefer yeah. teaching like doing remote or being in the classroom? The educator prefer face to face. I can see your expression. I can feel you. I can, you know, say it a different way. Um, I can, I can feel that. The employee, the employer. Oh yeah, online. I ain't doing nothing but making sure your grades there point to you and say hey, you're failing. You're doing this, doing that. So. But as an educator, yeah, it's face to face because mm-hmm. you know you can't take the personal element out of um, learning. When you take that personal element, especially in math, if somebody already got it in their mind that they're bad at it, I hate math and all the stuff that us math people hear. Um, you gotta break. You gotta break that first. You gotta break. I gotta break into your mind and get you at least to to neutralize that because mm-hmm. you're gonna manifest it if I don't. And I have people got mad at me for that. I wouldn't let them say that stuff. Say, don't say it. Don't say it. Stop it. I will cut them off. You mm-hmm. cut me off. You ain't let me say because I'm not letting you put that in the atmosphere. <laughs> I love you enough not to let you put that in the atmosphere. Because if you put it in the atmosphere, boom, it's your it's it's your crutch. Same thing I used to do when I used to teach high school. Um if a parent said that they hated math and they told their student. They're my student that 
they automatically shut down because now, yeah. now it's if mom can't do it, why should I be able to do it? Right. And subconsciously. Um, right. So you, I said, don't say that. It, I don't, I don't condone lying, but if you got to lie, lie to that <laughs> because if you, if, because you become an excuse for your, your stoop. And I've seen it too many times to, um, to say that now, sometimes you could break through that. And, you know, if you got that relationship with them, you could break through that, but it's hard to break through that mindset. The hardest thing to change is a mindset. Hmm. That's facts. That's facts. So, so do you ever, do you ever talk about math on your podcast? Curious. I don't talk, you know, I'm, I'm the producer, so I don't, I don't oh, really I talk, okay. but when we do, when I do, when we do um, the last drip for dripping in black, um, me and my uh, partner, we would, we would go in there and talk and stuff. Have I talked about it? I'm sure I have. Cause it's just part of my education. I'm an educator that happens to teach math. So, you know, I have to go in there with my, some statistics sometime and how we interpret statistics and, and how statistics can be misleading if you don't know the story. There's always the story behind the numbers. So sometimes I may get into that, but I'm really not talking about um, the circumference of a circle. (laughs) Well, but uh, so speaking of podcasting, how, how exactly did you get into podcast production, you know, rather than actually, you know, doing it? How did I get into podcast production? Dripping in Black. Yeah. Um, Dripping in Black was an attitude that I came up. You remember, I just told you about those Karens and stories like that. Yeah. I, I'm coming home one day. I have to. I move. I had to move back with my mother because she had dementia, and I had these long commutes because I was. I moved from Lansing where I was working to come back home to take care of my mother. And um, I had these long commutes and we we talking about equity and stuff like that. And they just doing my people wrong. People that look like us, they doing it wrong. And I said, man, I just want I just want some black excellence. I want it dripping in black. That's the that's the story of dripping in black. Mm. And so when you ever see the first thing that we ever did, it talks about dripping in black is an attitude. It was because that's all it was. It was an attitude that I was taking. Everything I was doing from that point on was going to be in Black Excel. Everything. And I'm just looking and longing for people that's going to subscribe to that theory. So my boy came to me. Uh, shout out to David V. Lewis, the host of Dripping in Black. And he said he wanted to, you know, he wanted to do a podcast. I mentioned a podcast a while ago, but we never went nowhere with it. And he said, but I don't know a name of it. I don't want to do an education one and stuff like that. I want to do something that's something that promote our people. And I told him that story. And he said, that's the name, Dripping in Black. Now, you said, how I get to the production? He wanted to do a, a video. I said, you don't know how to do video. And I don't know how to do video. I don't want to know how to do video. Well, <laughs> we got a person that was going to do the video. And, and he kind of flaked out on us. He left. He, you know, he didn't finish it. So I said, well, you know what? Let me let me go to YouTube University and see what I can learn. And I learned how to do it. The video part, audio part, I kind of had some stuff and I audio was a little bit easier to do. But I still went to YouTube University. Shout out to YouTube University. And I learned this stuff. And that's how I did it. I started I started producing producing dripping in black and then we went on to raw the next year hmm. that's how i got into it that he wanted a video and i had no idea how to do it and the person that we was going to get to do it left so we had to do right. something yeah i, I have one last help? question okay go ahead i'm with you and this is it might be toxic so uh well fuck it this is the place to say it. do you think there's a chitlin circuit of podcasts I would probably say yes. I haven't I haven't dove into it, or it may be some that I would throw in there that people wouldn't. Um I, I would probably say there there's probably I'm probably I probably could string a few 
um, that you could consider a, a chitlin circuit. But you know, there's so many different people doing so many different things in it that looks like us, which is great. Um, I wouldn't throw everything, I wouldn't even throw everything in there. I wouldn't just say that would be just black. But um, and we think about the chitlin circuit. I guess, well, let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this question. What do you consider a chitlin circuit? Is it just black podcasters in general, or is it black podcast? with a with a golden thread that goes through those um um podcasts Ooh, that's a good that's a good question see now we podding uh <laughs> maybe maybe the second one um sometimes and i hate I personally hate <laughs> I hate that I even asked that, but sometimes it does feel like that with a lot of things that we do right just because it's it's a niche really right like just like anything yeah. it's it's a niche yeah. um, it, it 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 depends on what what you what you look at like you said if 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 you consider and you can tell me right wrong or you never thought about it like if you go through like the the clickbaitish uh podcast for example yeah. would you consider them a chitlin circuit some of them yeah Cause you could tell, especially on YouTube, they only talk about things that probably we talk about, which is fine. I mean, that's their niche, like I said. So to me, I think it's however you want to describe it. You know what I'm saying? Cause the, so, the, just the term chitlin circuit is kind of, it is derogatory anyway, but right. I know it, it exists, you know, from music to movie shit. Even if you think about like comedy, it, it's gotten a lot better now, but think about like before, they always used to say like they can only be like one black comedian on top, right? But now it, it maybe it's a little different. Now it can maybe be like Chappelle, Kevin Hart, and you know what I'm saying, a few other brothers too. You get what I'm saying? But before right. it was kind of like there was one there was one, you know, brother at the top, and then everybody else is kind of just smaller, small time. Yeah. But well, I guess you could you could look at it that way. That's that's hmm. a way of looking at it. But you know, I, I I will go back to if you go back to the originality of that, and it wasn't necessarily right. it was it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. It was just that they played in places where we can go, you know, mm -hmm. and we can we can see them. So the Chitlin Circuit may be smaller towns and stuff like that that they were safe to go. You know, mm -hmm. you go historically. So they just call it the Chitlin Circuit just to to reference it. Well, that's a bad word. Hey, You're right. But, but anyway, I understood where it came from. So that's the place that, you know, that we went to. So, yeah, I, I think so. But if you take it in a negative connotation, I wouldn't have called it that. I would, I would say the clickbait stuff, you know. If, gotcha. if we got a bunch of naked women dancing behind us and stuff like that, we'll get a certain, we'll get a certain group, you know. Yeah. Um, Sure, that might be this maybe, podcast maybe, after I get maybe, it. <laughs> maybe it'd be bigger, maybe it'd be smaller, don't know. But but you know, it's it's that it's the clickbait stuff. But remember though, I'm gonna this is my this is my wisdom for the day. Don't let the don't let the volume fool you. Because mm -hmm. there there's people out there that want to hear how you giving your toxicity. There's some people that's going to listen to uh, people like to watch people get high, you know, right. that, that, that's a group, you know, there's always a uh, room for naked women everywhere. So, you know, that that's going to be that or women talking dirty, you know, one of the, one of the classic, um, I can't think of the women name, one of the classic um, podcast um, situation was, I don't remember the girl's name. They were famous for sex and basketball teams. I can't think of the name. And they had a podcast. And so they went down there. That first podcast blew up. They had nothing else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so after they heard that one, they had to do it. So and I heard and 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 I was listening to another podcast. They brought on the producer, which is which is this white guy. And they let him have it. They let him have it a nice way, 
but they let him have it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on um, just one of the ones I listened to, Higher Learning. They had the guy because he had them on. I can't, I can't think of those women names. Is it called no. Horrible Decisions? Is that one? I don't, I, I don't think no. It ain't, cause Horrible Decision is still doing. They still making that. It was yeah. somebody else, but they only did a couple episodes because they didn't have nothing else to talk about. Right. You were talking about earlier, you know, people just going on the mic. They told that story, and you know, it, it went up, but they didn't have nothing else to follow up because that story was told already. Right. You know, and it was already out there. You know, they got a podcast, so that group swarmed there. They like to listen to that stuff. Swarmed there for that first time, but they didn't have nothing else to say, so they let the podcast go. Because they didn't have nothing else to say. They wasn't ready for it. Right. They were just people wanted to run themselves on the mouth. And, you know, yeah. it was a one-trick pony. They had that story that they told about, you know, the basketball players and stuff like that. And right. that was it. I need to look and that up. See, because the they probably the they co- probably could have ran with it, just told other sex stories and just made it a sex podcast in general. But they you know? wasn't ready. You know, they, they wasn't ready. Right. Like not everybody. You, said, you talk about all that work and stuff like that. You got to be ready for, okay, that's your first mm-hmm. one. And it might have blew up. What you coming back with? What What's your theme? What's exactly. your, uh, you know, and they didn't have nothing. Pretty much they didn't have nothing other than that story. Right. And so they let dude have it, man. It was funny. But I know that that, that interview was on um, higher learning. All right, I'm gonna I'm check that out because it sound it sound interesting. But go look back because that's been that's been almost probably over a year ago, year and a half ago. But um, right. no, nah, I'm gonna definitely check that out. But but uh, thank you for coming on here. I really appreciate that. Oh, I love what you're doing, me, man. Yeah, with your with your podcast. So, you know, come on, come on, Clubhouse every once in a while. Show your face. Let us know that you you know you you you're doing your thing. Um. You all go hit subscribe, like, because this is my man and he's doing his thing. I'm glad to see that he took it. You know, there have been plenty of people that came to me and said that they're going to do this. And I'm sitting up there, okay, I'm going to help you out. I'll support you. And they disappear. you doing <laughs> well, your yeah. thing. Matter of fact, he got so busy that he forgot about us. That's, <laughs> nah, that's not cool. even. That's cool, too. <laughs> not even. Nah, but yeah, hey, y'all, y'all check out Dripping in Black. All right, it's a dope show. Check out Raw Conversations. Uh, do you have any social media that you want to drop? Yeah, um, Dripping in Black is at D-I-B-K. That's the short for Dripping in Black. D-I-B-K 20 on all platforms. Raw is at The Raw Convo on all the on the, the major ones. Uh, Raw is a little bit more fun. More yeah, raw is it. fun and 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 like I say, they are they are they are hilarious to me. And yeah, it's yeah, you know, and it's it. grown folks. We talking grown folks. <laughs> you looking for quick like stuff? That ain't I gonna mean, happen. This gonna hey, be look, some this gonna be some intellectual. Any, anybody hearing fun. this, they like this is a grown folk podcast. Like for real. Oh, if yeah. you if you eighteen and under, you need to turn this off or get <laughs> get get permission from your mom or your dad or whoever your garden is. Uh, but still, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> right, right, uh, right, but yeah, just, right. just get consent. Uh, but yeah, definitely listen to his show. Um, make sure you are subscribed or following this show wherever you're listening or watching it. Like it if uh, if you're on YouTube. Uh, five star, five stars. You know, it's it's easy just to hit the little five stars up there. You know, that's it. That's it. It's going to take you less than 30 you know. seconds. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and, uh, this is what I'm finding out too, man. Mm. Write something too. If five stars is great. Five stars of writing is even greater because it, it increased yeah, the S. We're going to get nerdy again. Little, just a little second. It increased the SEOs in the, in yeah. the, um, you can, you can find more people can find it easier when you get those words in there, you know, like, yeah, leave, leave a little review on Apple Podcasts. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? I love the whole. Shoot, I'll, I'll read your bad review on the podcast and probably cuss you out on the podcast. But you know, just just leave a review and uh, hey, check out Patreon. Yeah, we got a Patreon. Yeah, come on, oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Throw throw some throw a little bit of money on the gas tank. You know what I'm saying? Head over to Patreon.com/slash/Toxic Tangents. Uh, everything's gonna be in the show notes. His podcast, the Patreon link, all that. You know what I'm saying? Support me, support you, support everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because we doing this, right? Uh, 
Yeah, that's been toxic. We're not Tandis. in competition. We 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 yes, together. I love it. Although we separate, but we we together. Collab so. Collaboration over competition every day, any day. Every. Shout out to Adam Shabu. Uh but yeah, so shit, we out, but yeah, do all that shit I told you. All right. <laughs> Bye.